All right, welcome to Old School. Jay Huber, Mark Thompson, uh, Dave Kohler. Which for, one's Mark? Uh, I, I can't tell. Does he yeah, have a hat on that says to. Mark at all or no? Right, right. Yeah, I've, I've really, I've, I've, I've junked the TYT stuff. Sorry, guys. Now I'm scrambling for my own life, pushing my own merch for my own show. Which, uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, you'll be shocked to find out is called The Mark Thompson Show on YouTube. Okay, you gotta check that out. Uh, confess, we didn't spend a long time on the name. I will give you that. Yeah, sometimes people <laughs> ask me, in the beginning, a lot of people ask me, why didn't you call it, why'd you call it The Young Turtles? Why don't you just call it The Jenk Uger Show? And I was like, do you hear yourself? Uh, <laughs> 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 well, you know, the show comes, my show comes from radio. And the radio show was called The Mark Thompson Show. Because, you know, I had a, I know we don't mean, I promise this will just be a 30 second diversion. But we, as you know, had a podcast called The Edge with Mark Thompson. I've sort of dry docked it. So that did have a separate name, right? But the radio show is called The Mark Thompson Show. And so when we took it to YouTube, they felt everybody who I spoke, with said, just keep it the same. That way, there's no confusion. And so that's how it has the name, the Mark Thompson Show. That makes sense. And this cute merch that I'm sporting. Yeah. Look, it's sure. actually the most logical way Kohler, to name. Kohler, I haven't seen in forever, Jenk. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I haven't seen Dave in literally, I don't think I've seen you for a year and a half, maybe. Yes, yeah, something like that. I was hoping you'd be live in the flesh here, but. Yeah. You know, all right, next yeah, time. Sorry, next yeah, time. sorry, camping. Next time, yeah. Yeah, all right. So listen, guys, we got an amazing show. Elon Musk and, uh, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg potentially fighting in Mark Zuckerberg's front lawn tonight. Uh, <laughs> like, literal, literal, except it, is, it looks like they're not going to do it, but like, uh, Musk was. Can't they fight in the metaverse, Jack? Isn't that where all the oh. good stuff goes down in the metaverse? Oh, that's a great idea. Um, don't encourage them, Mark. Uh, so we will a little bit later. We will be talking about is Elon Musk mental, like full blown? There's something wrong with him. Mental. So we'll come back to that in a second. Trump uh, looks like just got indicted for the fourth time. That's why I was late to the this live show because I was doing a live video on YouTube about. Uh, the 10 indictments that just dropped uh, in uh, in Atlanta, in Fulton County. So we'll touch on that for a second in a, in a little bit here. Uh, and then uh, if you read the title of this stream, um, are you worried that someone's reading your mind? That is a topic for today. And Dave, being a stone cold atheist, uh, I'm sure is worried about this 24 seven. Uh, and we're, we're gonna get, get into that. Although these days, I'm a stone cold atheist, so mm, interesting. Okay, so- All the cool kids are doing it, yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, and uh, and then I have another, Oh, but we're gonna start. So I'm gonna get to the Zuckerberg Musk fight in a second. But, uh, and of course, this show is sponsored by shoptyt.com, uh, where you'll find uh, TYT merch, etc. Of course, it's also sponsored by Justice is Coming Now. Uh, tyt.com slash justice, I'm kidding, it's not really sponsored by any of those things. But I mentioned those because, hey, why not get good merch like Dave's wonderful <laughs> shirt and get my book. Pre-order at tyt.com slash justice. Okay, all right, now, uh, you guys got the, Marisa, you guys have the picture that I showed. I like to do this every once in a while, I find something ridiculous, I take a picture of it and I bring it to old school. And then I ask you guys, what is this? Uh, do we have an intro? Yeah, no, we don't. But it could. We it would be fun if we did. But we're not going to. So uh, <laughs> let's put up the picture, and then I will ask it. Okay, let's do it. No, we don't have it yet. 
hold, there we go. Okay, don't read the writing, don't read the writing, okay? Dave and Mark study that picture. It's a warning, obviously, that you can see. All right, now, let's take it off before they read it. Uh, Mark, you got it? I couldn't really tell what it was. Yeah, put it up uh, one I won't more look time. at the writing. Yeah, put it thank up one you. more time. Dave, you see it? I, I see, see it. warning. I have an okay. speculation. All right. Speculation. I, I, I do too. I do too. I got a speculation. Oh, I didn't perfect. read the words. I did not read the words. Okay, okay, perfect. So, Dave, let's start with you. What is your speculation as to what is that thing that I saw and took a picture of? What is it? So, it's. A warning on a big box where you bought something, and the warning is don't let your baby play in the box because he might fall in and suffocate. Ooh, interesting guess. Interesting guess. Okay, uh, Mark, go ahead. That's very strong, and I suspect that that is indeed Brother Kohler maybe right. Still, I'm going to tell you what my ridiculous notion was before I heard Brother Kohler. My ridiculous notion was don't change your baby's diapers here. <laughs> okay, fair. No, I've got a better one. That might be right. No, no I, I'll tell you the one I thought of when I first saw it. And then I leaned down to read it so I knew what uh, they were actually saying. Uh, I, I saw it in a parking lot, first of all, and it was on a bucket. And I don't know if that changes any of your answers. But, oh. <laughs> and then, but I thought, here, put it back up. I thought it was saying, please don't let your baby vomit into this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, thank you. I feel a lot better about my guess it's now. Don't let your baby drink out of this bucket. Okay, yeah. No, it turns out yeah. that the person who was closest was Dave's original answer. That it is watch out, don't let your baby fall into this bucket because they will drown. Okay. Oh. So I, I'm going to give Dave just flat out correct. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's the same idea. Okay. It's a. Is that? It's a, a, I wonder how they decided they needed that. Warning. I mean, that's, that's life is right? those warnings are all over the place. You know, some variation of them. It, it, they're way overprotective these days. No, no, I, I, you guys are exactly onto it. The main reason I wanted to play, what is this? Is, <laughs> <laughs> or as my dad would say, what is this? Uh, okay. Uh, it's because I'm like, is that a thing we needed? Like, like we're like, Huh, what could happen with this bucket? Let us think of 2,000 different things that could happen with this bucket. Oh, what if a kid fell into it and drowned? Oh, let's, let's put a warning label on it for kids not to fall into it. And who's the warning for? The baby? No, obviously not. So the parents, like, hey, parents, in case you were thinking of dropping your baby into this bucket it, that is filthy in the middle of a parking lot, don't do it. That's the warning America needed in 2023 and didn't know it? Usually, these warnings are the result of some incident that produced a lawsuit. You know, right. uh, but it's hard to imagine that this was an incident in which a toddler fell over into the bucket. I'd hate to think of that. But yeah, okay, it probably but was. It's very easy to imagine. No, but I get. No, it's not that easy to imagine because then what else do we put it on? Do we? Because that bucket was not that large. It was like a very normal size bucket, right? Like it, like maybe they would you put it, it on a toilet. Would you put it on a toilet, Dave? Uh, but well, I wouldn't put it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but like a toilet makes more sense. Toilet's bigger. Toilet is more common, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And then kids I'm like, always Wait. playing around the house could easily topple into the toilet. If there's an epidemic of babies falling into buckets, 
like, first of all, everybody needs to wear a mask and take ivermectin and everything will be solved. I combined left wing and right wing there, Oh, interesting. Anyways, um, but, uh, but then I thought, wait, do they have to put it on all buckets now? Or is it a specific kind of, look, if you've got a mid-sized dirty bucket in a parking lot, obviously you gotta put the baby uh, sticker on it. Or do all buckets from now on get, please don't drop your baby into this tiny bucket, which would actually kind of be drowning it on purpose. So please don't do that. And why is it only in Spanish and English? In California, there's a lot of you know Tagalog speakers and Chinese and I was look Vietnamese. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was looking for the Tagalog. Couldn't see it. Couldn't. So yeah, yeah. I Maybe mean, that's the next lawsuit, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was hoping well, the Tagalog would tag along. Look, this might not be the same thing. Mark might even think this is a good idea, but I was in the supermarket looking at rice because I like rice, and there was a warning: don't buy you know this rice. It has arsenic in it. Well, first of all, then don't sell it to me. But <laughs> do I really? Do we need that warning? I mean, all right, I guess there's a thing that rice has arsenic, but people have been eating rice for ten thousand years. I I feel like China's in a world of pain in a in a minute if this is true. Like. <laughs> Well, I think now. it is true, but I, 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 here's the thing. I mean, we've been doing a lot of stuff for a long time that uh, we probably weren't uh, aware is bad for us, and so eventually, you you know that you get these warnings like this thing could cause cancer if you know taken over long periods of time, or this contains certain cancer-causing agents. You see that all over the place. Those warning labels, and so to the rice, it's like. You know, how come you guys didn't tell me that there was arsenic in it? And now they can't say that because we did tell you there's arsenic in it. Look, you gotta fight for your rice. Uh. <laughs> come on, where's my, uh, there it is. Well, Bart should have something. <laughs> Thank you, more appropriate, more appropriate. Uh, but yeah, I wanna take, yeah. a, picture, take a, a wide shot of Mark again, single shot of Mark. Uh, Mark, I just need to know, does that mug behind yeah. you have a warning label for babies not to fall into it? Yeah, it will, it doesn't now, but it will on Tuesday morning. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And the, let alone uh, that, that- Mark Thompson show mug. Yeah, yeah. and what do we and call this that? pillow, you know, we have throw pillows. Uh, we, they're, they're a hot item, these Mark Thompson show throw pillows. Very They hot. could easily suffocate a child if uh, no. great care isn't taken. I may have to add a warning label there. No, I think the warning yeah. label there is do not strangle your spouse with this pillow. Please choose another <laughs> pillow or feed them rice where they will get arsenic wow. in their system. It's like you were listening into my house earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Dave makes an excellent point. Wait, does that particular brand of rice have arsenic in it? In which case I'm positive you shouldn't be selling it to me. <laughs> and like literally no one is going to buy it. Or does rice have arsenic in general, in which case- It's in general. That, but, but people have eaten like maybe literally tons of rice in their life. And they haven't died of arsenic poisoning, have they? Have I missed this? No, they haven't. It, maybe it's a new thing though, because the earth is more contaminated now. Oh, okay. All right, no date with a twist, but still, it feels like mm. you know I, that you gotta either you know drop the baby in the bucket or 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 get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? Because like I mean, you, you can't tell me that it's filled <laughs> with arsenic, but it's okay to eat. 
Like, you gotta give me something to work with here. Hey, you know what, look, here's an idea. Rice has arsenic, make sure you only eat two plates you know, once a week. Well, or, or rinse it right. first. R- rinse it, something, it's, give me something. <laughs> Give me something a little bit useful. They should give you a how-to. I mean, yeah, on that label, can't they say, you know, follow the following procedure to get rid of it? Apparently, it's a naturally occurring organic thing, right? Arsenic, so it shows up in rice and rice-related items, like rice, milk, or whatever it might be. And is that um, is that at all dangerous? Can yeah. we have too much of it? You guys would know better than me because I know literally nothing about this. Dave, is it okay for us, uh, Dr. Yes, uh, what do you think? I, I'm sure to get the, the dose that would harm you, you'd have to eat a mountain of rice every day. Mm. Uh. Uh, <laughs> it, it efficiently absorbs arsenic from irrigation water, soil, and even cooking water. Some of that arsenic is of natural origin, but pollution is often responsible for higher levels. Dave Calder, very impressive. Well, he pointed to the Kind of environmental pollution. But if it effects. comes from the water, high I doses of you don't add arsenic when you try to rinse your arsenic out of it. Oh, oh, that's a good point. Continue. Um, it can uh, cause adverse symptoms and even death with high doses, but um, it's okay. generally present in low amounts. They say and does not cause any immediate symptoms of poisoning. So look, this goes back. That's to- really assuring. Yeah, no, that's it. We just <laughs> ended the rice. Big rice is so mad right now. We just ended the rice industry in this country in this like throwaway segment on old school. But so hold on. But this goes back to my thing about like you know you go to the doctor they say okay you got to eat healthy. Um, I don't know if you guys get that because you already look great and you already eat healthy. But my doctor says it to me like every visit, four times a visit, right? And so, but. When you boil down what he wants you to eat, it always comes up with only one food you're allowed to eat, which is broccoli. <laughs> okay, like everything, <laughs> everything else has arsenic, everything else is terrible. Like, okay, name a food, there's no way that it's gonna be allowed. What about beans? No, makes you fart. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a different kind of poison, no, seriously. No, I yes, beans are allowed. Even vegans eat beans. So like, yes, you'll but you'll be down to like beans. Now even rice is eliminated. You can't have pasta. You can't have any kind of meat. You can't have it like. So you're like beans, broccoli, <laughs> but not fruit. Fruits too too much in sugar. Pasta. I didn't know you couldn't have pasta. No carbs. You crazy? No way. Oh, carbs. Right. 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 So, well, you have to have a lot of rice for it to be an issue. They say in kids it's particularly an issue because they're young, they're those little bodies can't metabolize the arsenic in in ways that you know our bigger bodies can, and so that's one of the problems with arsenic. And it's organic arsenic is better than the inorganic arsenic. Just a quick note. But ar- at what ar- age? For arsenic users. At what yeah. age, and we're all getting there, can you stop worrying about this thing? Because like if, you, if you're 15 and you eat too much sugar, they'll say, well, you're gonna regret that 30 years from now. And that's true, but I'm not gonna regret anything 30 years from now. <laughs> so can I start doing whatever I want, consume? Okay, so first of all, that's a classic Dave Kohler line. I'm not gonna regret no. 
anything 30 years from now. <laughs> okay. But I see exactly what you're saying. Look, so we took my dad to the doctor today. That's another topic for you guys. And and so he's 86, so he's worried about, you know, his mental fitness. Normal, very very normal at 86, right? Um but to Dave's point, like if if he's got serious issues there, who gives a crap what kind of arsenic he's eating, right? Like, like, and you're right, Dave. I mean, there's gonna be, like the minute I start having mental decline, right now, half of the country is yelling, too late, <laughs> too late. Okay, anyway, the minute I start having mental decline, I think, no holds barred. Ice cream. Gone, gone. <laughs> like, I'm gonna eat half the nutty buddy supply in America. Okay, so like rice, I'm gonna test the arsenic theory. I'm gonna be like, give me the sushi and forget forget the like the the fish. Just eating the rice until I'm like, ah, test the arsenic. <laughs> uh, like, because if I'm already like if I'm headed down the path where I'm not even gonna like, let's say it's a bad case scenario, and you're not even gonna know yourself or your friends and family within X number of years. Here's what I'm gonna know first, food, lots of food, okay? Because then there's no point, there's a, what are we, what are we waiting for, right? So Dave, I'm 100% on your bandwagon, 30 years from now, nobody can stop us at a goddamn thing. Get out the way, yo, get out the way, okay? <laughs> Where's the arsenic? I do think the things, <laughs> I think the things that we worry about are constantly shifting based on you know, whatever it is that uh, we're doing, kind of what you're saying. Like, you know, if I'm starting to show signs of some kind of deficiency or, you know, my body is breaking down in some ways, I'm not gonna sweat the arsenic thing. I mean, you know, that was a long haul problem a while ago. Now I'm more concerned with whatever other thing is front and center. So I do think the, uh, there are a lot of lead changes in the game of life and you kind of have to just play the score as it is, don't you think? Yeah, that's right, but don't, in. It actually goes back to my live betting theory, like which is don't sweat the changes in the game, right? Like there's gonna be fluctuations. And so when people were like, hey, I don't know, at some point somebody came out and said you can't eat fruit anymore. I was like, I'm done with all of you guys. I'm not listening to a word anybody else says about what I can't eat, okay? Because if I can't eat fruit, I mean, it's literally the one thing that the human ape wants the most and is the most natural, organic, and most likely to be good for you. I'm like, you've lost all credibility. I might as well turn into a Republican and not even do vaccines, right? So I have not even heard that uh, no fruit thing. I mean, the fruit keeps the body, you know, um, moving. It keeps your intestines moving. It's I think it's pretty good for you. I've heard. Don't eat fruit with the skin. I've heard like you should peel your fruit. Oh, I've heard yeah. that. I mean, no, no. But I don't, you know. No, like if you're telling me, no, no, you got to do an apple, you got to <laughs> peel it. And stuff. I always heard you don't have, you shouldn't peel it. See, that's what I'm talking about. Is that, no, no, no. Here, I'll tell you the tipping point. When they ch- change from the four basic food groups to the five basic food groups, I was like, no, no. I don't trust any. Nutritionist, anyone talking about food in any way, shape, or form anymore, uh, because they're called the basic food groups. 
You can't change the basic food groups. I thought they changed from basic food groups to the pyramid. So I don't know what you're talking about five. I didn't catch that five food. Yeah, there, it became five and then there's the, some sort of pyramid. Oh, okay, so they were talking about the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, that was a good change. Now you're being good. Yeah, good change. Like wait. Elon Musk. I don't know. I'm Elon Musk now. I'll come to your front yard and I'll kick your ass, man. <laughs> that would be like Elon Musk. Um, so anyways, no, I, I'm, I'm off the science bandwagon. I'm done with it. <laughs> okay, look, if arsenic in the rice caused problems, I'm, all of our kids would be in massive trouble. All like China would have fallen into the sea. So I get it, it could be a twist, it could be a new thing, but I don't want anybody to panic over it. I, I'm worried that we're starting a panic and big rice is never gonna recover. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> just don't, just keep eating. Big rice never has to worry, I'm not worried about big rice. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Dave is right, I was just glancing that uh, peels uh, are oftentimes uh, uh, containing a lot of nutrients that are good for you. However, there is a debate as to what you should peel, how you should peel it, and some are very difficult to clean, some kinds of fruits. So your mileage may vary. But in general, uh, again, Dr. Kohler, impressive knowledge. Right, but let me uh, point out, I peel my apples. And then every once in a while, a wise person will come to me and say, why are you peeling your apple? That's where all the good stuff is. And I say, look, I could either eat an unpeeled apple or a Snickers bar. I mean, the, the peeled apple, I mean, or a Snickers bar, the peeled apple is much more healthy than the Snickers bar. So, so what if I peeled it? I don't like to peel. Yeah, no, no, well, no. Well, the, the deal yeah. on the deal on the skin. Uh, just to uh, throw this into the mix, uh, there are definitely pesticides on the uh, peel. So sure. you, you want to wash them off. That's your. So you're right to get rid of it. The unpeeled apple is not good for you. That is true. Look, I I, I want to move to another oh. nonsense topic, but <laughs> but you keep pulling me back in because that's another thing that stresses me out. How much washing is enough washing? Like I wash the apple for my kids, right? Like God forbid I should eat an apple, but like I wash it for my kids and I'm like, did I do enough? How much am I supposed to scrub the apple? Is the pesticide soft? How do I know? So it's just nonstop stress on that stuff. But Dave, on the the fact that you like the peeled apple. No, I like the, yeah, peeled apple. Right, uh, you find it more appealing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> the, the cue to that music was me going with my own joke. Um, anyways, but for that, Dave, that's like somebody complaining. Oh, you guys won the game eight two. I really thought you could could have scored ten runs. Yeah. Like, nah. Take the eight two win. Take the win. Take the win and go home. Okay. So that's my general rule about anything. You got to win. Take the win. Go home. Um, so I'm gonna read one comment here uh, because I, uh, if, if true, I love it so much. Embedded dude wrote in, I remodeled my kitchen to look like the old school set. Mm. If, <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> sure that he remodeled it and it kind of looks like the old school set coincidentally. But if any of you remodel any part of your house to actually like look like the old school set, which is actually fairly easy to do, right? We're gonna love you forever. And do you get anything out of that? No, nothing except our love. Okay, send pictures. But yeah, send pictures. Send pictures. Why exactly. would you go right. retro? Well, some people like to go retro, but yeah, but send pictures so we could put it into another installment <laughs> of what is this? <laughs> I'm saying it different every time. We got to land on that. Musk earlier today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, threatened to go to Zuckerberg's house, literally.
and fight him in his front lawn or back lawn. I forget which part of the lawn he wanted to fight him on. And Zuckerberg's like, dude, I'm away. There's nobody home. <laughs> and this is, I hadn't seen this. Is great. I love it. Yeah, and he's like, plus this is a little mental. And he's like, I'm okay. The whole thing's off, right? So, but here's the conundrum, guys. It's easy to make fun of Elon <laughs> Musk. Everybody does. It's like cottage industry of making fun of Elon Musk because he's just giving us layup after layup. I mean, he's like Chris Ball back in the day when the Clippers uh, were, uh, you know, had who was the two guys that just kept dunking? He just constantly threw up alley. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, thank you. And the other guy who's like, like at the scrub end of the Nuggets bench or the, whatever the tall guy. Okay, that was a great. Sports segment by me. All right, we're moving on. Anyways, the tall guy. Who was the guy? Who was the tall you guy? Know, the who tall the guy in the Clippers with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. You know who I'm talking about. And he's like the 11th man off the bench for the Heat or something. Now, anyways, so uh, so he's throwing up these alley oops for us to dunk at home. But the other day I read that Starlink, that Musk is launching from SpaceX, is dominating. Yeah, it's dominating the satellite game so much that on that alone, Elon Musk has near has more power and control than maybe any man has ever had on the planet. Okay, so I'll give you an example if you haven't read it and you don't know what I'm talking about. So they he he's using SpaceX to launch these satellites, and they've got thousands up there now. They're in low orbit, and you can start to see them in the sky. In fact, I showed in a bonus episode for the members. A couple of days ago, that my wife took a picture while they were camping, and it looked like alien ships. And a lot of people are reporting that now. No, it's Starlink satellites. Okay, and and so Ukraine needs them in their fight against Russia, and Elon Musk is unilaterally deciding who wins, who loses, who dies, who lives, because he says, "Okay, Ukraine, I will allow you to you to use it overall." But no, I will not allow you to regain territory inside Ukraine that is currently Russian held. Okay, so Russia is not setting that policy. America is not setting that policy. Ukraine isn't. Elon Musk is setting that policy because he controls the satellites. And the and the Ukrainians basically say, with that, how quickly we get it from Starlink, we could strike within a minute. And it makes them far more effective in fighting against the Russians. Without Starlink, it takes 20 minutes and the target's already moved. Yeah. And so it's not at all effective. And so, how did a guy who wound up, and that, that's just one element. I mean, it's a powerful and impactful story because it's about war and life and death and how much power one guy has. But how is that the same guy as the lunatic I see on Twitter? That is, I mean, I don't know, maybe he's on a Howard Hughes arc, right? Like where he's gonna start to grow his nails long and start to drink his own pee and put a little warning label on it, don't let babies fall into this. Um, And so, but I mean, threatening to go to Zuckerberg's house and have a fight on his front lawn is officially crazy. So who is this guy? What is this guy? I can't, like I just when I think I got the guy figured out, that Starlink article threw me for a loop. And then I thought, after I read it, I was like, are we missing it? Is this X thing gonna work? Like, 
Is he gonna like do some sort of jujitsu, fourth dimensional chess? He's gonna take the 44 billion he spent on Twitter, bring it down to 4 billion, but then all of a sudden it turns to 400 million, right? Uh, then I see this today and I'm like, no, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, what? And, and okay, but hold on, that's not the craziest part. You guys see where he said, "Oh, we got, uh, we're gonna do the fight in the Coliseum in Rome. And I was like, well, it's Musk, he, he might have arranged it, right? And that would be phenomenal, that would be, like I get it, like it's crazy, but that would be a worldwide event unlike any that we have seen in a long, long time, right? And so I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. And then the Italy's culture of tourism puts out a notice saying, no, they're not. <laughs> we never agreed to that, I don't know what this guy's talking about. So it looks like he just made it up. So. Is he crazy or crazy like a fox? What do you guys think? He's both and the reality is that this fight is just a bunch of toxic masculinity blowing back and forth. I mean, it's a, a whose D is bigger type thing. And uh, there's another part of this that's whose D is bigger uh, that we'll get to in a second. But all of the posturing around you know, I wanna throw down right now. Yeah, let's go outside right now, mother effer, you know, that's, just adolescence, and so he clearly has a big part of him that is about that. I don't know how many of these tech bros fall into that category, but he definitely has it. Now, the whose D is bigger that's associated with some of his tech work, I mean, with the technologies that he's helped popularize or even innovate, that's real also, but there's a lot of ego in that too, and so, he is a bit of a kingmaker when it comes to some of these technologies, like that Starlink that you speak of. And that's of concern because he's clearly, you know, he's picking a side and manipulating outcomes. And so there's not a neutrality to, you know, sending these satellites up with Elon Musk. And then the last thing I would say, which was the X at slash Twitter world that you touched on, he does have a plan for Twitter. It seems as though he wants to turn Twitter into a one-stop shop marketplace where you'll do everything from book plane tickets to hotel reservations to pay for things. He wants to enter that arena and make it a complete marketplace for transaction all out of Twitter slash X. So it'll become less news posts and more all that other stuff. I mean, could it happen? I don't know, but that's his plan. I mean, that's everything I've read would suggest that. Yeah, the right wing started a protest already because they're like, oh, so Twitter's gonna be a place for hot transaction, huh? <laughs> so they're like shooting Twitter on their app as we speak. <laughs> I can't believe we trusted this guy. Anyways, I know, I know, but everybody says, "Oh, I'm going to turn my app into the Wonder app, where everybody does shopping and I get all the money in the world." So I'm like, "That doesn't really impress me." I, yeah, I know. Like, basically, is what Facebook's not trying that, right? <laughs> like all these, Google's not trying that. Of course they are, right? Amazon already is that, right? So, Apple Pay, etc. But he just makes it sound like. Remember the where he did the test on the car and he's like. Now this is an invincible car and cannot be, uh, nothing can break it. And then he takes a hammer and smashes the window and the window gets totally smashed. <laughs> yeah, I that was definitely a fail. Yeah, so all right, Dave, what do you think? 
Well, you've asked so many questions. As far as his psychological profile, is he crazy or a mad genius? I mean, I don't know. Uh, both, like Mark says, sure, yeah. And and it's changed over time. In this whole conversation, we haven't mentioned Tesla, although it's under here. That's an amazing innovation, super successful, great product, changing the world. But it was many years ago that he pushed for those innovations. So it, it he, over time, is going more toward maybe the crazy and away from the capable, innovative, visionary businessman, maybe. No, I think I nailed it here. I think you guys are right, and it, that it's. But yet, I nailed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, I nailed it by saying that you two are right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to say I get all the credit. I'm just saying, I, you know, the person who synthesizes and prevents the babies from falling into buckets is the guy who wins. Okay, <laughs> um, so no, seriously. Um, I get what you guys are saying, and I think you're likely right. It's an easy cop out answer, but at the same time, I think it's true. Uh, and but the reason I said I nailed it is because maybe it's just, maybe it really is a Howard Hughes moment. Um, that you know Howard Hughes was absolute genius, right? He did all these amazing things, and then at some point he kind of snapped and sure. locked himself in a room and grew out his nails and drank his pee. And so, I'm not saying I'm going to start hashtag Howard Hughes arc for Elon Musk, and it's going to go supernova viral, and then Elon Musk is going to show up in my front lawn. But it is fairly likely. You know what's in that pee too is arsenic. You got to be careful how much you drink. Imagine just saying. You know that's actually how Howard Hughes died from eating too much rice. Didn't know that. No, you did. Nobody did because I made it up. By the way, we actually have people concerned. I'm gonna go back to rice for a second and read a bunch of member comments. Uh, Boomer Dragon Cat says, hmm, I knew none of this. I eat a lot of rice. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> she continues, I'm still here, so I say it must be tolerable. But you can tell she's a little worried, right? Um, uh, Terry Poole says, brown rice has more arsenic than white rice. Interesting. No, I was going to ask that question. I didn't know that. But I would hold, have assumed that white rice. Oh, go ahead. Old yeah. Biden flavor corn pop says here in Japan, where rice is the staple, people know they shouldn't eat too much white rice as it's got all the nutrients polished off it. Brown rice is better. A lot of people try to eat more of this. Basically, people here try not to eat too much rice or any starches. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You got to eat the brown rice. Do not eat the brown rice. Right anyway, I go, I forget it. Where's the nutty buddies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating a mud field. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so to the, I, now I don't know. Like I literally, I'm like, wait, is brown rice better or worse? I can't tell. Because I know our commenters are correct. We have the smartest audience in the world, but when they disagree, uh, this multiverse breaks in half. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to Musk. Did we solve Musk and Zuckerberg? I mean, like it was a. F okay, let me ask you a different question. If they had actually had the fight, I don't mean in the front lawn, but like sanctioned, you know, of course the UFC jumped in. We're like, oh, they'd love to host it. Of course they would, right? And it was pay per view, twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, so I'm making a reasonable price, thirty bucks. I think for pay per view, that's. You know, with inflation, that's the kind of a bargain. No, no inflation. We're going to thirty nine ninety nine, forty bucks. Okay, do you pay the forty bucks to watch? 
Mark, I already know your answer, but go ahead. Of course I do. Yeah, it's of course not I do. Close. And yeah, and you absolutely bet absolutely I do. There's yes, no way. Yeah, I would bet it every which way, and <laughs> um, I and I'd probably bet Zuckerberg. Uh, although no, it's it would, too easy. It would depend on how the odds go down. But Musk has got the physical size on him. But I think Musk is a is a mess. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I, yes, I do pay it. Yeah. So first of all, uh, no, Musk is hilarious, man. Because when they he's like, oh yeah, I'll fight you, and Zuckerberg's like. Oh my God! I just got into jujitsu. I want to, like, a couple of fights in a tournament, and this flabby old man says he's gonna do me the incredible favor of letting me do jujitsu on him. And I already hate this guy, and beating him in the ring, like physically, like I know anyone training for anything. That's like their dream, and he's like, yes. And then Musk was like, oh yeah, I'll be, I'll do it, man, I'll do it. And then like a little while later, when it got a little real, he's like. I have a little issue with the shoulder. <laughs> I'm like, what? Did you take the vaccine like Jimmy Dorm? Like, that's oh, the shoulder. I'm worried about the shoulder, right? Jank <laughs> is so right about when you first learn something, you can't wait to take it out of the box and use it, you know? And a friend of mine took that Krav Maga. Are you familiar with that? I guess that's oh, yeah. an Israeli defense class that you know the Mossad uses or something. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, you know, he <laughs> did this whole thing about, you know, man, I got to be really careful now because I know how to kill a guy and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody. And we kind of laughed, but he went to he was going to the Dodgers game, and and I remember a couple of us said, hey, man. Don't care. This guy's a little bit on the argumentative side. Like you could see how he could have gotten into trouble, and. I said, you got to be careful now, man, because you really do have some like abilities and knowledge that can. He said, no, don't worry, man. I mean, what they teach you in Krav Maga is how to, you know, lay out and de-escalate and all this stuff. And I'm going, okay, sure enough, he ended up in a fight. Somebody, he said that somebody insulted him. I don't know if he did or not, but he got into the stairwell with him and just, you know, he had to use his newly acquired skills. So. Zuckerberg is my friend. He's just gotten these skills, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, Jerky McJerko, you know, who you know haunts him at every corner, says, "Hey, let's get it on." He's going, "Are you kidding me, dude? I, I still have the new smell on my special abilities. I can't wait to waste you." A hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's exactly it's stuff dreams are made of. The minute you started that friend story, by the way, I was like, he's getting in a fight. There's no like <laughs> all that. No, man, we uh, we deescalate my ass. You do. You can't wait to get in a fight. And it's like my Korean friend who promised that he was never going to get into another fight because we didn't want to take him to any more clubs or bars because this guy's causing a mess. This was in law school. And then uh, we t we he convinces us. We go out again, gets in another fight, right? And we're like, what happened, brother? What what happened now? I thought you weren't getting into any more fights. He's like, I wasn't going to. But then the guy stepped on my new sneakers. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> Sounds like you're a crowd guy. Look, when we were in kids, you know, elementary school, junior high, so nothing serious, right? But kids would go take, back then it was karate mainly, right? And they'd take karate classes. And everybody knew from like, I like to fight, I'm the, I'm the tough guy and all that stuff, right? These were kids, tiny kids, right? But in our neighborhood in Jersey, people fought, okay? I mean, especially they fought with me, because I liked it. And so anytime anybody learned karate in the neighborhood, they'd come to me or in the school. And they'd be like, aha, you ready? And I was like, come on, brother, just <laughs> please, please, right? And, and they, they were always positive. 
that they were gonna kick my ass with their newfound skills. And they, but they're in seventh grade, they don't have any skills, right? And so the minute they'd, <laughs> the minute they'd go to do the first kick, I'd grab their leg. And every time they, they'd be like, hiya, <laughs> they'd grab their leg super easy, right? And then the look on their face every time would be this. <laughs> the minute you have their leg, they're like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of knowledge at that level goes a long way. <laughs> God, Jersey was fun, man. All right, so Dave, all right, I'm gonna divert for a second. Now I'll come back to Krav Maga, because I think that's hilarious. Uh, Dave, we used to play Ringolario and kickball by your house. We used to go and into the woods behind your house, and then we'd swing over the lake with that rope. You remember the rope, of course, right? Yeah. But we didn't go in the lake. No, but. we didn't. That's too much. Okay, uh, but but we swing over the lake. I wouldn't do it because I was too scared. But others would do it, and I was too heavy. Um, I'm not like the karate kids. Like, watch me, guys. No, uh, I know what I'm good at. I'm now you know what I'm not good at. Anyways, that was a better time, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, I think about that a lot. Sure. And that wasn't. Yeah, we were in suburban New Jersey, 30, 40 miles from New York City. We weren't out in the countryside of Pennsylvania where you jump in the you know, lake all summer or whatever. But yeah, it was a great time. It was, and it that doesn't happen. My kids now don't do that as much. It's terribly sad. Terribly sad, I agree with Dave. We had a great childhood. And that, by the way, that's part of why uh, the Republican voters liked Make America Great Again, because they remember their childhood and their childhood was fun and it was, and it doesn't feel like it's the same America anymore. So that's why that message resonates. There's many reasons, but that's oh, among the reasons. 100%. Jenk is really, this is key, what Jenk just said. The reason that's a great message is because we all feel, all of us, like, wow, that was really great back then. <laughs> you know, we, Forget about all the other crap. We just remember the good stuff. You know, we we. I mean, certainly there are those of us who had like really miserable childhoods, and you know, like things weren't good, and we don't remember it that way. But in general, we tend to romanticize the the past, and so how come it can't be like that anymore? How come my mom can't take me to such and such without worrying about you know uh, stuff getting stolen or whatever it might be? Uh, yeah, that Jenk is 100% right. I mean, it really does, you know, it's one of those things that is perfect because it's so simple. You know, it plays on the human psyche and the human psyche works so well with it. Yeah, totally. I just came up with a new idea too. I'll run this by you guys, see how you like it. Um, I love nostalgia as it is. And I was just thinking of the football field at our elementary school. That we used to play football at all the time, not just when we were in elementary school, but we go back to it even when we went to high school, law school, <laughs> working. Me, Dave, and the guys that we grew up with in New Jersey, we'd always go back to there and 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 play football in that field. And um, and I was thinking about that, and I thought, oh, I got an idea. Like when the kids are out of the house, I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to be retired, but quasi retirement or whatever that thing is. Oh my God, I'm gonna go to every place that I had nostalgia from as a kid and get so high. 
Okay, I'm, I literally pictured the fold-out chair I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna put it in the middle of the field. I'm gonna be sky high. I'm gonna be like Janet Yellen on mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> another story from today. I didn't even read the headline, but I was like, oh, that must have been a that must have been a moment. Anyway, I'm just gonna sit there in the middle of the field and be like, yeah, MAGA. No. <laughs> Not exactly MAGA, but God, those were good times. So, Mark, you grew up around DC, and so right, and so, but it was more of a city environment, not completely right, but a more of a city environment than I think we grew up in. So, did you guys play kickball on the street? Do you have memories yeah. like this? Yeah, we played kickball. We did. Um, yeah, in fact, we played kickball, football, all that stuff on concrete, though. You know, we're playing, and which I think was kind of your experience also a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. when I look back on it, I'm thinking, now they're, I think, I mean, to be perfectly frank, I think everything's been upgraded. I mean, parks are better, you know, facilities are better. There was a, a park um, that, was outside on elementary school where you could kind of run around a little bit, but a lot of it was pavement. Again, I mean, it was, you know, painted pavement was really the way we grew up. Um, but there was tetherball, I used to play that and loved it. So there's all these activities that were just kind of blowing off steam, which were kind of fun. But um, I think honestly, kids today in general have an upgraded physical environment that they're uh, around. I'm talking about, again, in general. Uh, but I do think it's a more dangerous world than it used to be. I think that's actually a fair point, don't you? So look, I don't know if it's more dangerous or we perceive the, or we are more aware of the danger. So like you get those neighborhood apps and you live in a city and even right. Los Angeles, which is like part suburb, part city. If you've ever been here, I remember the first time I came to LA, I'm like, this is a city? This doesn't look like a city. This looks like a the world's largest suburb. and. And there's a lot of truth to that, right? But you get on a neighborhood app and there's crime happening 24 seven, three inches from your house. It's actually yeah. a little bit miraculous. Like, like, oh, there, there, mugging, this, that, the other thing, right? And it makes everyone who has it a total nervous wreck, right? Well, and yeah, well, let me just ask you though. I mean, that's true. I think you're right. My perception of things might be uh, as, and our, our house is a great incubator for this because my other half is like, she's just so scared. You got to peel her off the ceiling every night because she's on that citizen app and next door app. But would you let your son walk alone uh, for any reasonable distance, like a mile and a half, two miles in, in the city? No, that's too long, but I would do shorter distances. I feel like Bill. So, Murray what's from the, the maximum asshole. distance? Like, they walked home today from school. Uh, Pro uh, picked up uh, his sister and then walked her home. But it's really close to our house, so and it's both of them. Yeah, and uh, but if you said a mile and a half, I'd say no, no way. That's way too long. Now, my mom used to have me walk. You know, alone as a kid, elementary school kid. Now she might have been trying to get rid of me, uh, but but I wonder whether she would do it today. You know, but again, I'm asking. I don't know that it is more dangerous, as you say. It may be my perception that it's more dangerous. I, I think back then it was nearly impossible to catch criminals, and nobody even realized that there were like stalkers and criminals around every corner. We just didn't know it, right? Like, mm. and so yeah, if you lived in the suburbs like me and Dave, yeah, they let us go everywhere, and that was less likely. Probably it was way more likely than we realized back then, 
that we were could you know that somebody could do something bad but in the suburbs in the 80s it really felt quite unlikely right but in the city and like my wife uh, her uh, parents used to let her walk uh, and then take the bus etc to, to school even from when she was a little kid by herself i would never let our kids go in the middle of taipei or la from one side of the city to the other by themselves every day. No way, no way, right? No, I know some parents with kids your age who did, so. Yeah, and so, but is there more crime now in LA, for example, than there was in the 1980s? Not even close. No, there was infinitely more crime in the 80s. So, you know, and in Washington, there was way more crime in the 80s, right? Where, I mean, the reality is, Mark, I mean, the yours is a perfect example. When you were growing up 70s, 80s, whatever, like, it was the murder capital of the country. Uh, that is true. That is true. The, day, the difference was, sadly, it was mostly limited to certain areas, the same way it is in Chicago, for example. Yeah. Um, but but your your point is a great one because yes, uh, the homicide rate was far in excess of what it is today. Yeah, so we'll see. Okay, but I wanted to come back to uh, Krav Maga and Mossad because okay. I think the words Krav Maga are made up. Um, I think that the <laughs> person who made them up was like, let's make it sound tough, so like some harsh cuz and cuz in there, right? And let's make it, and it'll sound mysterious. So, all right, look, we're out of time on this one, but we've got a bonus episode. And as usual, we didn't get to the thing about that's in the thumbnail, let alone the Trump indictments. The thing in the thumbnail is, are you worried that people are reading your mind? Now, you think that's absurd, <laughs> but is it? <laughs> Come find out. Come wow, find out. I can't wait to find out either. TYD.com slash join. And I don't know what would make you think that this show would have an absurd part. I don't know why that would appear in your mind. But anyway, tyt.com slash join. Come join all my rowdy friends right now we do the second episode.